Hi, my name is Sam Williams. Welcome to part one of episode number 132 of my music podcast, Millennial Throwback Machine. So first of all, I'd like to welcome you to part one of episode number 132 of my 60 Music Podcast, The Millennial Throwback Machine. I'm Sam Williams, and for those of you who are just now discovering this podcast, either on the Apple Podcast app, or in Stitcher, or in iHeartRadio, and Google Play Music, or on Spotify, and you're wondering, so what the heck is this? I'm just give you a brief description of what the show's all about. Okay, so I'm Sam Williams, and I'm a 25-year-old song artist, sauce producer, but I'm also a huge 60s music fan, slash expert, slash nerd. And uh, each week of this podcast, I take one song by one artist in the 60s and put the show in two parts. First part or so, talk about my opinion of the song and why I think it's so good or why I think it sucks. And do my own personalysis on the arrangement of the song, which will include the chords, melody, and lyrics. And the second part or so, dig deep into the history behind that track. And that part or so, talk about who wrote the song, who produced it, which to you the song was a core of that, who are the musicians on the track, whether it be the session musicians or band members themselves. Uh, the history behind the songwriters who wrote the song and producers, producer, the musicians that played on it, and the history behind the studio the song was recorded at where the studio was located at, and the year and month the song was released, and the peak position the song made up version of the bill, but uh, Hot 100 charts when it first came out, and also the history behind the label where the song was released on, where that label was located at, and all that is in the second part of the show. Now, before we move on this week's episode of the podcast, I have a lot of announcements to get through with you guys before I get to this week's show. Uh, the first being that uh, my next single is coming out this Friday. Yep. Keeper in my back pocket is coming out on this uh, this Friday, 26. Now, technically, it's coming out 9 o'clock Thursday night. So Friday on the East Coast technically is 12 p.m. So it's going to be actually coming out Thursday at 9. So uh, so you still but don't worry, you still have lots of time to pre-save it. You can click on the link in the description of this week's episode of the podcast and last week's too. And you can please pre-save it. I would really appreciate that. Uh, it's a kind of a different song from the last two I put out uh, for a couple reasons. One, it, uh, it I, I display a lot more confidence with this song than I did in the last two, at least for she said no this is a very much more of a confident song for me at least and plus it's different stylistically too because it doesn't quite sound like a psychedelic rock song or british invasion kind of a song it actually it's very stylistically reminiscent of those great american sound studio uh you know pop songs that were recorded in memphis in the late 60s and i'm talking about records like cry like a baby by the box tops hooked on a feeling by bj thomas and suspicious minds by elvis presley and Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show by Neil Diamond. This particular record is the perfect sort of modern recreation of all of that. And yeah, so that's coming out on the 26th. And again, it's called Keeper in My Back Pocket. You can click on the pre-save link, which is in the description of this week's episode of this podcast. And you can please pre-save it before it comes out. I really appreciate that. Also, um, a couple next announcement I'm going to make is that offici- the, this podcast is now officially on Anchor. Yeah, I made the move this week, actually last week. So, um, you know, you can my podcast is now officially on Anchor. I will provide a new new URL to people who are you know who are who are new. Who I'm basically I'm going to change a lot. I'm going to change the link that's on my website where you can stream my podcast. 
Uh, I'm basically going to, uh, you know, a couple of things are going to be changed, but for the most part, you should still be able to listen to my podcast on the platforms it's on. I might have to resubmit my podcast to a couple of the platforms that it's on right now once the RSS feed totally transfers over. But yeah, so my podcast is officially on Anchor, and I will probably set up some sort of donation thing so that way you guys can choose to financially support my podcast if you like to because... You know, I put in a lot of hard work into doing this podcast every week, and I love to be, you know, financially compensated for all the hard work I put into this podcast every week. So um, I will probably have some sort of donation thing set up through Anchor, and I'll put the link to that in, in the description of this week's episode of this podcast once I have it set up and next week's too. Uh, so yeah, this podcast is now officially on Anchor, and uh, I'm going to s- switch up the streaming link on my website to something else, and change a couple, change up a couple of other things too. Yeah, so it's officially on Anchor as of this week. And one more announcement before I get to this week's episode of this podcast is that um, actually two. Um, first thing I want to say is that uh, I'm I actually so some of you might remember some of these, some of you might not, but. Two years ago, I was featured in this publication called Voyage LA Magazine, and they are a sort of uh, a, a cool sort of publication that highlights some of the people that uh, run their own businesses in LA or have their own sort of cool success stories. And uh, well, they have a new fe- they have a new publication called Shout Out LA, and I was recently asked to be featured in that. So. Um, long story short, I'm going to fill out this cool little questionnaire on online where I'm going to be interviewed by them. And, uh, so essentially that's what I'm doing right now. And that should come out, uh, pretty soon. I'll let you guys know when that's out and I'll post a link to that in, uh, in, 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 once I have, once that is out, I'll post a link to that in the description of whatever podcast I do where that, 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 uh, feature is out and I'll post a link to that once I have it available. And uh, also, this is the very last thing I'm going to say before I get to this week's episode of the podcast. Um, I officially am vaccinated uh, this week. I just got shot one of the Moderna vaccine this week. And I, I mean, I'm really, really excited that, you know, that we're kind of sort of heading out of this. Uh, even though it kind of feels like it, 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 things might, you know, turn the opposite direction with the new variants, I really do think that, uh, you know, what, now that we've got the vaccines and more and more people are getting them now, I feel like we're 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 going to head back to normal at some point, sometime this year. Uh, but I mean, but the only thing is, is that everyone kind of has to do their part to get this vaccine, and I and I and. If you're listening to this podcast and if you're eligible to get it, I would highly suggest you go get this vaccine. Um, you know, not not just because, you know, you want to, you know, you want things to go back to normal, just like I do. I mean, I miss, you know, going out to shows and going out to see my friends and having an active in-person social life. But I mean, more importantly, I just don't want to get any of my friends sick with COVID or any of my family members sick COVID. I really want to stay healthy. And I'm pretty sure you do, too. So, I mean, honestly, I feel like, you know, that's 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 the main thing right now is making sure that we don't experience another surge. So if you're eligible, please go get the vaccine. I would really appreciate it if you can do that. Not just not just so that way we can get back to normal at some point this year, but also we can stop the spread of this virus. I mean, I would really that'd be really, really cool if you can get it. So 
um, please go get it. I am I'm getting my first shot this week, and I'm really really excited to do that. And uh, I can't wait to get my second shot, which will be in a couple, like two or three weeks on April 19th is when I'm getting my second shot. So and that's really, really cool because, you know, I'm actually going to, uh, you know, I'm actually going to be, you know, uh, totally immune from COVID, which is really, really good to hear. So. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be good. So um, that's all about it for this week's announcements. And let's get started in this week's show. Moving on, let's get started in this week's song, shall we? Okay, so um, I haven't done this on my podcast yet, and I've been holding off on doing this for a while because uh, I remember when I first, when I got the idea to do this podcast initially, I was posting Instagram stories of me sort of making fun of you know, dumb songs from the 60s and just sort of like, you know, just poking fun at some of the some of the ridiculousness of certain songs from that time frame. And throughout this entire entirety of this podcast, right, I've done every single song I've done on this podcast from is from the 60s is, is a song that I love a lot. And it's funny. And the reason why I, I, I've only been doing pretty much songs that I like a lot from the 60s is because um, I want to just, you know, convert you, you younger listeners out there into fans of this music as well. I want you guys to get excited about this stuff. And I really want you guys to be very enthusiastic about it, just like I am and, you know, be just as passionate about it as me. And I want to get a lot of younger people excited about this music and not just, you know, the, the, the older people like the, the people and the, the, the baby boomers. I want I want younger people to like this stuff, too. But um, I one thing that I haven't done yet, and there's a reason for that, but I haven't done a song from the 60s I don't like. And uh, it's one of those things where it's like um, one of the reasons why I haven't done this quite yet is because I'm I'm not a fan of ridiculing any certain songs whatsoever uh because you know the thing is is that if i say i don't like something then you i could be you know you know insulting someone else who might like the song or you know or you know i you know someone else might think oh well this song's great what are you talking about why why do you why do you think the song's bad well you know and you know the thing is is that the reason why I'm sort of breaking that chain right now with this week's episode of this podcast is that I feel like it's important just for me to realize and for you guys to realize this too, is that for every great song that was written and recorded in the 60s, one that was really, really good, there were occasionally songs that were big hits or songs that were on the radio that were huge, that were just not that good. And for a variety of reasons, and it's obviously they don't compare to a lot of the stuff that's on the radio now, which frankly, I don't think is that great, but that's a whole nother story. I won't kind of, won't really get into that, but for the sake of the sixties, I mean, there were a couple songs that were on the radio or that got played on the radio that, or that were big hits that just weren't that great. And a lot of times it was because they were really, really corny or schmaltzy and sometimes these songs were just, you know, the, the way they were performed vocally, it was so cringeworthy and so like nails on the chalkboard in a sense of, or just so like 
not necessarily sort of trite, almost like, oh, God, it's so sugary sweet. And uh, I mean, look, I mean, like it's 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 I don't my, and the thing is, in my po- I try not to be super negative on my podcast, but it's important for you for us to realize that the point I'm trying to make here is that there is good and bad music for pretty much every decade of music you know, throughout this and throughout the entire history of music for every great song that was recorded in the sixties, there were some songs that were kind of bad and, you know, I'm like, Oh God, this is terrible. And it's important for me to show you guys this. So that way you guys have a per- that, that way you guys know that there, that I, there are some songs from the sixties I don't like at all. And I, it's not like I'm a huge, I am a huge fan of the stuff, but there are some songs that I just, I just don't really like. And, uh, you know, and today I'm going to be doing one of those songs and look, you know, you might think the song is cool. You might think the song is kind of, you know, you know, interesting and you might like it cause it's catchy and it's fun. But for me, it's just not the kind of song that I would, you know, seek out to listen to really. I mean, the song is played on all these radio all the time. So, but usually when it comes on the radio, I try not to listen to it because it's not my favorite song from the 60s and I'll go into that exactly why I'm not a huge fan of this but I figured that I should own up to the intro that I say at the beginning of each episode of this podcast which is today I'm going to talk about what makes a song so good uh, I, each week I talk about what, make, what makes a 60s song so good or why I think it sucks well today I'm going to be doing that part of the, of the, of the equation today so without further ado um this song was a was a, was recorded in 1963 and released in May of 1963, and it's by a band called Jimmy Gilmer and the Fireballs. The name of the song is called Sugar Shack. <laughs> Oh, there's a crazy little shack beyond the tracks And everybody calls it the Sugar Shack Well, it's just a coffee house and it's oh, made out God. of Oh, the song is just not crazy about it. I, I'm not going to lie. This song isn't one of my favorite 60s tunes, and uh, it's just... Oh, I don't know why. It's just ugh. okay. So I'm gonna talk about why I'm not a huge fan of the song, and uh, both lyrically and musically. But first, let's get into the song's music. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's why I don't like the song, but here's why you might like it too. Because today it's gonna be a little weird. Because I'm gonna say why I don't like the song, but. I'm also going to explain to you why you might think it's cool and you might think it's great. So just because I don't like it doesn't mean that you will feel the same way. And that's really what art is all about. Art is totally 100% subjective. You know, someone can have two completely different opinions of the exact same piece of art. So, you know, know, don't take my word for it. I mean, if you like this song... That's great, but I'm just going to tell you why I'm not a huge fan of it, and you might agree with me on this too. Okay, so um, probably the most not-so-great thing about the song, and again, like you might, you might totally disagree with me on this, but 
for me, it's the vocals and the chord changes because, oh man, the vocals are just so, oh, they're so cringeworthy because he's, he's the way he sings a song. It's so sugary sweet. And it's like, oh, I mean, like, especially when he, when he talks through some of the lyrics and he just, he kind of like, I don't know. I mean, the way, the way he sings it is so bubblegummy and so like, oh God, it just, it, it just, I can't really get behind it. I mean, there's really no emotional, soulful performance happening here. It's just him sort of, dee, 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 dee. I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. I mean, it's just so, oh God, it's just that, that vocal is just like, I don't know. It, it, it's just like, it's so, ugh, I, I can't, words really cannot, do, you can probably understand why I'm going here, but it's trite, it's sweet, it's sugary, it's just, ugh, I can't really get into it. Um, But here's a couple reasons why I think you might like this song. And it mainly has to do with the instrumentation. Uh, because there's two things that you actually might think are cool and you might actually like. And those two things are the organ in the song because the song does utilize a sort of early version of a synthesizer called the Hammond Solovox. And that's actually pretty cool. And that, that is actually the instrument that they're using in, uh, in, 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 the, in that's playing that super, you know, catchy riff in that song. That is a Hammond Solovox. And also, uh, the electric bass in the song is actually sounds kind of cool because it uh, it kind of uh, it, it, it I think it, it might be a six string bass, but it's definitely it's definitely a cool sounding instrument because it's definitely picked. Uh, that's for sure, and it's a, it's a picked instrument. So, but the way the way it's mixed in the song, how upfront it sounds, it actually sounds pretty good. Um, but Again, like oh, the, the the vocals, I just I can't listen to the song because it's just so. I mean, literally, the way he sings this song, it's just it's just it, it's it's the barf kind of sounding. Like it's literally the kind of vocals that make you want to barf. <laughs> you know, it's it's that kind of a thing, and it's just you know, and, and it's funny because I've listened to their their next single after this, which was which did pretty well, and it's even worse. It, it the, the the again like the way this guy sings the songs it's not very good i mean it's just i don't know i'm just not crazy about this tune i mean it's just not one of my favorites i mean plus the chord progression isn't that cool either i mean it's like what one to the four most of the time and then there's that break where it does that you know two minor five thing the two five one thing i mean it's okay. I mean, I guess one cool part about it is that once it gets to that minor two five, the 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 guitar is being arpeggiated, which is pretty cool. But and even like, look, I mean, one one thing you could say about this is the drums actually sound pretty cool too. The drums sound pretty pretty uh, pretty good. I mean, stereo drums. But I mean. Uh, again, like I, I wouldn't rank this as one of my all-time favorite go-to sixty songs, the ones that I would absolutely one hundred percent go to like all the time. I mean, it's just not something I I listen to a lot. I mean, granted, the song is you know two minutes long, which is really interesting, you know, super short, but again, not one of my favorites, and mainly because of the vocal. And uh, now that I've talked about 
why I'm not crazy about the song musically. Let's get into the song's lyrics. That's another reason why I'm not crazy about this one either. And by the way, just in case anybody is wondering, this song is absolutely dangerous earworm. Try not to listen to the song, because otherwise you might get stuck in your head for a while. I mean, it is catchy, and it's pretty hooky. That organ riff will definitely get stuck in your head. It's just, it's it's dangerous. So please don't listen to it if you don't want to get a worm. Just want to let you know. Okay, so here's the thing about this song lyrically. Um, you know... <sighs> It's it's a relatable song, right? Because it because the song's about a guy who uh you know who talks about uh meeting a girl that he's interested in a coffee shop, and you know he talks about winning her over one day and then you know and then hooking hooking up with her, and that's kind of what happens. I mean, that's the plot line of the song. He talks about meeting this girl at this coffee house, which is called the Sugar Shack, and he talks about you know meeting her and you know winning her over and basically becoming you know his boy her boyfriend and uh and that's exactly what happens and you know and and i guess it is kind of cool because at the end they talk there's sort of a plot turnaround where you know uh you know there's fast forward a couple years later they get married and then they think about "Hmm, maybe we should go back to the sugar shack where we where we first met and that part of the song is kind of cool because it's it's a story song. I mean, it talks about, you know, getting together with his girlfriend after, you know, after they, uh, you know, that, that he met originally at the Sugar Shack. And uh, that part of the song is cool because it, 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 ha- it tells kind of a relatable story. I mean, some guys meet the woman of their dreams at a coffee shop. It's kind of a true thing. But uh, one of the reasons why I'm not, Again, another reason why I'm not a huge fan of this song lyrically is that there's one particular lyric that I'm like, why did they do this? Because um, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? Why did they write this? They could have picked another word to to rhyme with cash instead of this word. But they decided to use this phrase anyways because and they and they never changed it. It's literally it's it's, it's, (laughs) no one said, hey, guys, this lyric doesn't make any sense. We should re-record it and try to come up with something else. Uh, You know, some another word that rhymes with cash. That's not this word, but they kept it in. And this is what it. I mean, literally, if you listen to the song, this is what I'm talking about. So and I believe it's in the second verse when he talks about. Uh, you know, he's going to drink a lot of coffee, spend a little cash, make that girl love me while I put on some trash. What? Putting on trash? What does that mean? That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Why would you want to win her over by putting on trash? I mean... That what why that makes absolutely no sense. What are you gonna do? Put on trashy records, songs that were awful at that time. Like why? Why you could have you could have said something else other than trash. I mean, uh, I mean, there's other words that rhyme with cash that would probably would have sounded better than trash. But I mean, oh, I just I don't I don't understand why they why they wrote the lyric like that because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I mean, it's just oh god. I mean, every time I hear that lyric, I'm like, really? 
they 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 should have just the rethought that one through and just try to come up with an alternative lyric that sounded better than that because it just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Nobody says that. I mean, unless there was there was this lingo back in the sixties where some where someone says, "Hey, baby, I'm gonna put on some trash for you if you want if you want to make love to me." I mean, unless they put on some really ridiculous lingo back in the sixties where they said something like that. But really, it's like, oh god. Oh man, that lyric makes me cringe so much. And it's just again like another another cringy part about the song is again like how he talks through some of these lyrics. Like, you know, how he at the end of each phrase where he says, Espresso coffee tastes mighty good. Oh man. Oh god, I, I really I, I just I can't really I can't get behind a lyric like that. It's just too sugary, too sweet, too schmaltzy, too poppy, too over commercialized. It's like, oh god, I can't I, I can't I, I can't like listen to a song like that. It's just really, really not my style at all. And uh, you know, and look, I mean there's other songs for the sixties that are a lot better than this one. I mean, you know, but again, it's like you might find it cool because it's catchy and it's hooky and it's fun. And you might like that Hammond solo Vox solo in it and, the, and the way the bass guitar sounds on this record. You might you, you might like that. But again, it's just I wouldn't rank this in my top 10 of my like one of my favorite 60 songs of all time because it isn't. You know, I mean, I have I have other songs for the 60s that are like way, way better than this one. But this is just a good example of a song for the 60s I don't like really. And uh, so, yeah, that's I'm going to just kick the barn door open. And again, like, you know, I hope you guys don't judge me for me saying I don't like the song. And you might you might agree with me. You might you might not be a fan of this one either. And look, I'm next week. I'm going to talk about I'm going to kind of retract myself and talk about the history behind this band and talk about what are some actual cool things about this group that are kind of interesting that are we're talking about, which make them seem a little bit little a little bit better than you know what they're how you perceive them with the song but again like oh god i just i can't get behind this one and the follow-up daisy pebble picking is not that good either so uh that concludes uh this week's episode with that so that concludes part one of episode number 132 of my 60 music podcast the millennial throwback machine i'm sam williams now before i end this podcast um I just wanted to say that I'm back, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I know that uh, it's been a few weeks since I've put out an episode of my podcast, and I just wanted to say that um, I did not take a break from this podcast intentionally, and I'll explain to you as to why it's been a f- quite a f- couple weeks since I've put out an episode of this podcast. Okay, so... Um, initially my plan was to switch, move my podcast over from my current hosting platform to, uh, anchor. But unfortunately what I discovered by doing that was that by doing that, I would lose all of my listener data analytics information if I were to do that. So essentially what I did was this, um, I, you know, for last couple weeks or so I've been trying to figure out how I can move my podcast back to my hosting platform safely without losing anything and this week I was finally able to figure that I would like to thank my hosting platform for walking me through this step by step and helping me do that because I really 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 do appreciate them for doing that 
And uh, during that time, I decided since I was kind of in between hosting platforms and I was trying to figure out if I should move to Anchor, uh, I, I decided not to put out any episodes, you know, for, for primarily for that reason, you know. But now that I'm officially back on Hushka, um, I, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to stay with them so that way I can keep all of my listener information analytics. Um, I'm back on my podcast, okay? So that's the main reason why I took a break. And again, I apologize that that was abrupt if you weren't expecting me to do that and if I didn't let you know ahead of time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, basically I was trying to figure that out, but now that's figured out, I'm officially back on doing my podcast. Now, a, an up major update for you guys since since the last episode I put out, and that is my my next single is out. Yes, um, Keeper My Back Pocket is now officially out on all the streaming platforms under my new stage name, Sam L. Williams. Um, I would love it if you can listen to the song because, again, it's kind of a departure from my last two songs I put out. It's very different stylistically um, because it sounds more like a late 60s American Sound Studios Memphis record like Hooked on a Feeling by B.J. Thomas or Cry Like a Baby by The Box Tops. It sounds more like that, and it's different lyrically, too. And it's also, um, my voice, too, is also shines a lot better with this particular song because I'm singing more in my high tenor range, but I would love it if you guys would listen to it. Um, and that's out everywhere. And the link to that is in the description of this episode, this podcast. And, uh, yeah, so, again, um, like I said, I've been trying to figure this out for a couple weeks now, and that's why I took a break from me doing this podcast. But now that I'm back, um, as per usual, if you liked my analysis in this week's song or you thought it was interesting and you kind of agree with me, or if you don't, if you think, Sam, what are you talking about? This song's really, really good. Why are you trashing on it? Well, if you'd like to share your opinion on that, please email me at samltwilliamicloud.com. And you can also reach out to me on Instagram at iheartoldies and check out more of my original music at samwilliamsmusic.net. Now, what you'll be able to find as far as my new music is the two-song single I put out in January and the, the, the next single I put out, which was on the 26th of March. All that is in the description of this episode of this podcast. Uh, you can find those songs on all the streaming platforms, wherever, whenever, wherever you can stream music. And uh, also, you can check out the official Spotify and YouTube playlist for this podcast. You'll be able to find all the songs I've talked about on my show so far, including some of the ones I've done interview episodes. Well, love if you can check those out, because those should, those should give you a good idea for the kind of songs I talk about on my show. And uh, if you have any suggestions for any kind of songs to talk about next on my podcast that I haven't yet, after listening to those playlists, please email me at sammeltywilliamicloud.com. Or you can also reach out to me on Instagram, iheartoldies. Or check out my website, sammeltywilliamicloud.com, and you can reach me that way, too. Also, one last thing before I close out this episode, please check out the official Redbubble merch store for this podcast. There you'll be able to find all the songs I've talked about on my show so far, including some of the ones I've done. In, a, in interview episodes, I mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, you'll be able to find that Redbubble link, uh, you know, is to my official podcast merch store. We'll be able to find the super cool merch items that uh, I have uh, that have my official Millennial Throwback Machine podcast merch logo on them. And the merch logo is pretty cool. It's the name, it's the catchphrase I say at the end of the very episode of this podcast and keep on trucking tie-dye flaunt with the name of my podcast in the bottom. Would love it if you could check that out. 
Um, you know, again, the link to that in the description of this episode of this podcast. We'll love your feedback on it. And if you'd like to purchase anything, please let me know by emailing me at samltyicloud.com. Or if you just want to give me some feedback on a logo and the prices of each item in the store, I would appreciate that as well. You can do that by emailing me at samltyicloud.com. Or you can also reach out to me on Instagram at oldies. And again, that's my official Redbubble merch store for this podcast. You can find that in the description of this episode of this podcast. And uh, yeah, so... Um, now as far as what is to come with my music, um, uh, so I have three singles out right now and basically what I'm going to tell you guys and what I haven't really announced officially on social media. I mean, I've talked about it when someone interviewed me about my music, um, but the, my EP, you know, of my new original music will come out on May 14th. So Keep a look, keep an eye on, keep an eye out for that. Again, I don't have the pre-save link set up for that yet, but if you like to, I mean, I'll keep you guys updated when I have that set up because I'm still waiting on the artwork for that. But um, yeah, the new EP will contain the three songs I put out so far, including some ones that you guys haven't heard yet. And these include two new original songs plus two re-recorded versions of my old songs. And yeah, so that that's going to be really, really cool. I can't wait for you guys to listen to that. And yeah, so um, please keep an eye out for that. And again, that'll come out on the 14th. I'm still waiting on the artwork for that, but that should be really cool. Um, But yeah, so I'm Sam Williams, and I'm so happy to be back doing this podcast and doing what I love to do with it. And, uh, you know, again, I apologize for taking such a long break. I just need to figure this out because this is really important. And, uh, and look, I mean, I, I did receive uh, a windfall of money recently and, uh, and I've been able to afford to, uh, upgrade to one of the who's could paid plans. And that's what I did. So I'm very happy that I did that. Um, but yeah, so, um, I'm Sam Williams and thank you guys for joining me for this week's episode of my podcast, Millennial Throwback Machine. Until next week, please keep things groovy.